0: Are you ready to win the day every hour is worth $100 the whole day is worth $2400 you're gonna pay yourself a minimum of $240 just 2 hours and 40 minutes anything less and you lost today the, the light equation for success never stop Welcome back to another episode of When the Day With Marcus Valroja. I'm your host, Marcus Valroja. Who else? So, in today's episode, I want to talk to you about the number 1 skill set that every entrepreneur should have. Now, this is going to be critically important. Because this skill set is probably something that you haven't thought about or you think that you cannot develop, but you absolutely can develop it. It is a muscle, and the more you do it, the stronger it gets. Now, you're going to start out and make a mess of it, and you're going to be sore. What am I talking about? Decision making is the number one skill set that every entrepreneur must possess and begin to develop. Now, why do I say you're going to be sore? Because you might make some decisions that hurt you. That you wake up and say, what did I just do? But by the more often you do it, the better you get at it. Because what it genuinely deals with is kind of what I've been talking about is self-confidence. You know, the more you do something. And the more you do something, the more confident you get at it. The more confident you get at it, the more credibility you build with it, where people will come to you to, for you to help them make decisions based on decision making that you develop. So let's talk about what that looks like. See, here is, here is the gap of entrepreneurs. It is not so much making the decision between good and bad. That's easy to do. If you're talking about diet, if you're talking about funding, if you're talking about not making money, want to make money. That's an easy decision. If you're talking about bring on clients, not bring on clients. Make a de- make a decision about marketing, not make a decision about marketing. Those are fairly easy. The hard decision lives in this gap, and this is the gap that I want us to think through is the decision between good and great not good and bad see when you move away from bad and move into a place of good where you're winning but you've got to make the decision into great so you've got to leave something that's working for something that you don't know if it will work or not but you're hoping that it will and if it does it changes the game let's make let's give me let me give you some examples blockbuster was making the decision to live in good But they did not make the leap into great. This is how Redbox and Netflix was able to come and knock them out of the box. Because it's so easy to live into something that's winning. You know those one-day rentals, three-day rentals, five-day rentals. Yeah, but real estate costs. This is during the recession. You remember when they went on this huge sale selling off some of the old movies where people had to drop, you know, everything was shifting. People wanted conveniences. People wanted to use their cell phone but blockbuster did not adapt because they had been winning for so long. I mean, they were a staple in in the conversation of culture. Make it a blockbuster night, right? That was the conversation. People this is long before Netflix is in Netflix and Chill. This is long before Redbox. Blockbuster was winning. But someone has to make a decision to move from good to great, to move into white space, something that you, that has not happened yet, but you can project where people are going and make a decision to meet them there. See, here's where real innovation lives as a decision maker. Real innovation lives in your ability to visit the future, answer a question before people ask it, solve the problem and come back to the present and pose the question, point to the problem. So you already have the solution. You already have answered the question before they asked it. But your job in your day-to-day life while you're living in reality, but you have a solution in the future is to start pointing to the problem. Get people to see, hey, something's wrong with that. What would it be like if posing this and getting people to be curious about the future, getting people to see that there is an easier or better way to do things is always going to position you to be two, three, four, five steps above the curve. Now, this aspect of decision-making happens day-to-day. You cannot be so caught up in the future that you don't make decisions today to hold yourself accountable. So decision-making starts with, start with the small things. Get your, if you, I'll use the gym analogy. If you're working out, build up your muscles. Like what will they say? High, high, high rep, low weight. So if you're doing a whole lot of reps, you're going to do low weight. If you're doing heavy weight, you're going to do lower reps. So the same is with decision-making. Make small decisions on things about your business, small nuances. Hey, how do I downsize? How do I cut costs? How do I reallocate funds? Just recently, let me tell you something that I did. So just recently, I, I have I took on a project that's gonna take me about 60 days to knock out for, for a new client I'm bringing on. I said, okay, I wanna bring in some help and outsource this, but I don't wanna increase my operational expenses. So I looked and said, where can I cut costs or either redistribute costs? This decision-making. Looked and said, okay, I'm spending a lot of money on systems because a large part of what we do for our clients is digital marketing. So with that, we have so many systems and softwares that that we're constantly keeping because I like to stay abreast of them. I play with them all the time, make sure that if there's any new updates, I can speak from a place of education to guide my clients in the best possible direction. So... With that, in terms of automation and things of that nature, I looked and said, what if I reached out to them and said, hey, uh, can we cut the costs on this? So I've been with them for quite some time. I put so many clients onto these software. So I've sent out an email to each of them, about eight different softwares. Now, some of them rank from $200. I have some that's $300, some that's $150. Almost every one of them responded back, and I asked for a 20% discount, 15%, 25%. Some said, we can't do 25%, but we'll give you two months free and a 20% discount for the lifetime that you're with us. Some said, we'll give you one month free, three months free. Some agreed to the 25%. Now, every single person, every single company gave me at least a month to to three months free. So ranging from one gave me a month, one gave me two months, some gave me three months, right? Well when we added that up that equals about 2000 3000 plus dollars let's say four systems at $250 is $1000 <clears> we have about seven or eight systems that we're running so we saved for the next 2 3 months $2 3000 worth of software and system plus on the back end an additional 15 20 25% for the lifetime that i'm a part of the that I have these software, so I didn't just save on the next two three months paying zero. I also saved in the long term cutting down how much I'm spending ranging from fifty to sixty to seventy to eighty dollars off. now, why is this important because those same funds can now be allocated to bring on that person to work on that sixty day project that's decision making me. Making the incremental decision, what if I reach out to them? Another incremental decision, I should bring someone on. That I'm solving my own problems. That muscle, building it up, allows me to also build the muscle to be able to think strategically to solve problems for my clients. How can I help them monetize? Make more money cut their work time in half. I can look strategically at their business and see where they're leaving clients on the table, they're leaving money on the table just based on their their structure of their business. That's a large part of what we do. We look and say, okay, you're spending this much time. How much time are you spending? Okay, too much time is spent on non-income generating activity. So let's make a decision to pivot. Now, it might look like we're losing money on this end, but we're gonna increase costs here and increase margin here. Don't, that's the muscle of decision from good to great, because when things are working, how long do you live in good before good turns to bad? Because anything that is not progressing is digressing. So you should be as a decision maker of an with as an entrepreneur thinking about if my business is stagnant, if it is not progressing, it's digressing. If I'm making the same amount every week, every month, although it might seem like good money, it won't be long before it's no money at all. So what you should be daily building up is the ability to make incremental decisions, putting up reps to say, what are the hard choices that I need to make to function in the future and to make sure that my business is successful? Now, I never, ever, ever do anything where I don't give you a strategy. So I gave you a little bit, but let me give you let me give you another one. One of the things I want you to do immediately is look at your business. Look at your business and look at your day-to-day activity and say, what is the one thing that I do daily that does not bring in any income? Make the decision to delegate or to automate that. That's the first decision you're gonna make. Like you're gonna look and say, every day I do blank. Doing blank makes me blank. Now, when you factor this in, I want you to say, okay, if this is not a high enough income generated activity, I am going to do one of two things. I'm going to delegate it to a person that I I already have hired, to my virtual assistant, or I'm going to automate it into a system. Something that I can pay low cost and I can document the result. And now if I automate it, it's going to do it over and over and over and over again. It's a predictable action. Day after day after day is predictable. So that's your strategy for the day. If I can help you in any way, if you're looking for ways to monetize online, ways to increase your income while cutting your work time in half, we would love to show you how you can begin to structure your messaging. Let's just say right now you're doing fairly well in business, but you know that there has to be an easier way. You're tired of manually sending out emails, responding to messages. You don't have a clear process for people to work, go through. You're getting on free consultation calls without a screening process. You don't have a way on the back end to automate your contracts, your proposals. We would love to see how we can work with you to show you how you can begin to increase your workflow, to automate, to delegate, to build a structure around your business that makes everything easier with messaging and monetization to show you how you can increase your income while cutting your work time in half. I would love to see how we can work together. Let's win together, win today.